and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners here at EWR Digital. And my name is Matt Bertram, one of the other owners here at EWR Digital. That was a tongue twister. That <laughs> <laughs> is a tongue twister. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. Matt and I are broadcasting live from Houston, Texas. And Matt and I, we are your results, results I don't know what symbol I, I, I do. What did Chris? What did you do there? That, I don't, I don't no, know. that's bad. That's is, bad. Is that that's bad? bad? I don't know. You're I don't not know. bad. Peace, peace. All right. Um, yeah, we're excited. Actually, I'm going to jump. We got a review. Uh, this is my favorite SEO podcast. This was posted on our Facebook page. So, you know, if you enjoy this podcast, we'd actually ask that you'd go to our Facebook page and post a review. Uh, you can get there by going to facebook.com forward slash best SEO podcast. And this is from GH underscore 14. The title is my favorite SEO podcast. You guys rock. Thank you very much for all the info. There are four exclamation marks in the body of his review. Um, I think that makes up for the brevity of the review. I don't know. You think that's four? Yeah. Yeah. I would say actually what's the, I, I love it, by the yeah. way. I love yeah. the review. I would say that we need to let everybody know how special this podcast is. Oh, yes. This particular podcast has um. Uh, a very important uh, uh, landmark, not landmark, no. Yeah, uh, why not? <laughs> well, it's a landmark podcast, um, uh, benchmark, right? Benchmark. This is podcast number 500. Mm. 500. Five, yeah. two zeros behind it. Um, it, it may be true in terms of span. It's probably, you know, I haven't even kind of surveyed that. We, we always say best SEO podcast that you can find. Yes. One of the top internet marketing podcasts that you can find. Yes. But we may be like the longest running internet marketing podcast. Like, I don't know if there's another podcast that's out there that's been running longer than ours. I don't, I don't well, know. You know. So there's, there's, you know, marketing podcasts, there's digital marketing, like there's SEO, there's all these different categories of podcasts There's small business podcasts. And so, you know, um, I think that where, where did you say we best fit digital marketing, right? That's the category. Oh, uh, no, we're, uh, Oh, in the categories that we're I'm marketing. Looking at, it was, where did that go? Chartable back. It's a really good tool uh, in marketing, in the marketing class. So, so there's all these different categories within marketing, right? So marketing, marketing is really the, the bigger bucket of like what we fit into. And then it like it, there's a couple specialties down and, and we looked it up because it's number 500. What, you know, for all the marketing podcasts of, of all, all time, time yeah. of all time, there's a category. So we're looking at chartable.com. There's a category, Apple Podcasts, United States, marketing all time. Um, in fact, let me look at that. We're number 30. 30. 30. Right. And actually, it's gone as the highest 27 um, over the uh, uh, over the last. So now we have a goal, Chris. Now yeah. we have a goal. Break the top 20. All right. 20. All right. We're, gonna, we're like new guy hired. Like everything, we're going to we're going to grow this thing, and we're going to reach the top twenty. Now, now we have a, a target and a goal. All right, we got to get into this. I feel yeah. like 
people keep hitting fast forward and going like, when are you going to give me some? some I think, I mean, like they can appreciate 500. We're celebrating it. So it's been, it's done been celebrated. Um, We can jump into, I think we can jump right now into the actual podcast. Um, Yeah. Let's do that into the content. So we're actually covering an article by Lauren Baker. Um, We've we've the founder of search engine journal, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, we, and we've had him on our show before. That was actually a great one. Um, uh, it's how to target multiple cities without without hurting your SEO, right? So you're a you're a business. You've got multiple cities, maybe in one state or multiple cities across the country or internationally or whatever it may be. How do you target those multiple cities without hurting your SEO? So that's the article we're talking about. Um, done right, city pages can be an integral part of your local SEO strategy. Here's how to target and optimize them for local search. Um, you've seen that keywords targeting a specific city. So like you've seen uh, plumbers in Austin or flower shops in Newark. Uh, and if you rank for a keyword that targets multiple cities, will that help your SEO? So we're going to explore in this article, we're going to explore um, that they can actually hurt you and learn how to make sure that they don't hurt you. Does that does that sound that, good? That, that sounds really, really interesting. I think there's a lot of uh, people out there that have those questions as they're either working with clients that are growing uh, or you're, you're, you're a customer yourself or, or sorry, you're a local business yourself and you're expanding to multiple cities. How do you best do that? Right. I think that that's uh, been a question on a lot of people's minds. So yeah. 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 Uh, If local SEO. So why is local SEO important? Uh, And if it can potentially hurt you, why? Why would you do it? Like, why would you mess with it? Um, So just know local SEO attracts foot traffic. Um, More than 50 percent of local searches result in an actual store visit. And nearly 40 percent, 46 percent of Google searches have local intent, right? So you take all the massive amount of searches that happen on a daily basis from Google, they're saying 46% of those actually have local intent and 50% of those actually turn into traffic immediately um, or, or in, in a short short order. So uh, don't skip local, like the, the messages, yeah. don't skip. It's, local. It's, it's, the, you know, it's really the elephant in the room that like people don't focus on local enough and locals yeah so powerful uh, just in itself. And what a lot of people don't actually know, right? And, and when we talk about local, we're talking about GMB, we're talking about the maps. Um, there's some, I think there's a bright local study out there talks about, you know, it's about 30% of all traffic, right? So yep. really, really important. Also, what a lot of people don't know is it's actually a separate search engine, Chris. Mm-hmm. Like, um, really just like YouTube shows up in a, a Google search, um, YouTube is not part of Google. It is part of Google actually, but it's, it's actually a whole different platform that Google pulls in that data or aggregates that data in. Um, that's the same thing with the maps. So it's actually its own standalone platform. And I don't think a lot of people know that. And some of the ranking factors, um, you know, have like a different calibration than the, the overall algorithm. So, yep. So local SEO ranks you higher on Google too. So we're, we're, uh, if we're all well-informed, so we know there's a couple things that we need to keep track of as SEOers. One of them is the clicks to your site. And another one is the keyword ranking increase. With local SEO, you can hit those two birds with the same stone, right? Yes. 
So city pages, good or bad for SEO? Like, here's the question. Good. In the old days, <laughs> in the dark days of SEO, you would make a page, right, for the city, let's say Houston, and then you would duplicate that page and swap out Houston for Dallas, and now you had duplicate pages. Google figured this out pretty quick. I can tell you, I spent... It, it was probably a week at one point where I was duplicating a page. I actually had the system automated and I took every city in the country that had 10,000 or more residents uh, and I actually had the system so it could build itself. So all the pages would build out themselves uh, and and literally all it did was change out the uh, the name of the city. And that, and that was it. That actually drove a lot of traffic to that website for a very long time. Um, yeah, and I, I, would, I would say, you know, like Google is uh, like advanced pattern recognition, right? As they're kind of building this sentient like AI, <laughs> right? Um, but it, but it's really advanced like pattern recognition. And so what you were doing, Chris, um, now it can recognize those patterns yeah. pretty pretty uh, easily. Yeah. And, and and really, you could say that that was the Panda Smackdown, uh, yeah. the Panda yeah. update made sure to flag and penalize sites that were doing that. So yes, city pages can hurt your SEO, but not if you do them right, right? So okay. the most important thing he's saying, Lauren is saying, is make your most important city pages unique. If you want to list out all the cities in a region, you can just list them on a page. That's maybe not a bad strategy. And depending on how competitive, it can probably make you rank for the non-competitive cities that, that are in that list. And maybe it doesn't do much for you for the competitive cities in that list. You don't necessarily need an individual page for each city. But in terms of making the pages different, write original content for each area of the city and make sure you're doing it for those most valuable cities for you. So if it's a valuable city, like you're probably not going to rank well for almost anything in Houston if you've just got a page that lists your service and all the cities in the state of Texas, right? That's probably not going to work because Houston is too competitive as the fourth largest city. Um, and 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 so you want to avoid that dupe. You want to work really hard to avoid that dupe content. Well, this isn't even dupe content. This is like back to my the little trick that I did. It's the dupe content that ultimately was the penalty. So you want to avoid that. In this case, it's unique content, but it just has the one city listed once. Uh, and so it's not really unique content per city. On, on, on things that are more valuable to you, take the time, make them unique content. Yeah, you know, Chris, you, you brought up two, two points that I wanna like hit on. Um, first is, um, you know, I, we brought on a, a, a local chiropractor uh, yeah. not too long ago. And- um, I miss him. Yeah, I know, right? Like, uh, and uh, he used to come in and, and give everybody free adjustments when I worked in the office, uh, is what Chris is uh, implying there. That's, that's what um, I meant, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, one of the interesting things is she's been with us for about a year. I can't tell you how many chiropractors are probably paying for SEO uh, in Houston. Um, I got um, first position for a number of keywords. I got um, uh, multiple times on the first page for other keywords that don't even uh, have the word Houston in them. And, uh, you know, there was a strategy that I've implemented to uh, massively increase domain authority, like right. rather rapidly. I actually got this chiropractor's domain authority uh, above a publicly traded company. Wow. Um, 
you know, it, so, so that was kind of the first step. And then the second step was implementing a lot of these things to target local. So like in a zip code, he's first position, you know what I mean? And, and that drove relevant leads to him. Um, now Houston chiropractor, you're hitting people all around, but when he's directly local and also that on page, uh, activity that happens because it's relevant and people are taking actions. Like, you know, I launched him to the first spot. I'm really uh, quite proud. That was kind of an experimental uh, little campaign that I was testing out some stuff because Google keeps kind of turning the dial uh, on stuff. It's it's definitely a moving target. Um, one of the other things I would say too is like, you know, again, like, you know, there was in the cowboy days of SEO, there was definitely some things uh, that people were doing that weren't necessarily black hat. Um, um, but again, with that, user experience in mind it, it's super important one of the other things that kind of came in uh to all this is uh doorway pages right like like lauren like we didn't really talk about doorway yeah. pages which is very very similar of targeting a specific keyword right and i think that if you do it right and you kind of break the pattern like we're talking about uh it does it does work effectively but guess what if you're just if you're driving them to another page to convert, right? So if you're funneling everybody from all these different pages to a single conversion page, those would be considered doorway pages, right? And there's a Google penalty associated with that. So if you're developing a strategy like this, and and it, it does it does work, okay, um, with unique content, of course, because Google doesn't want to index things that you know aren't 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 really relevant if you know, a thousand people hit on it, you're not saying anything new. Um, you just got to put like a, a form capture or some kind of call to action on that page. And then boom, you're no longer a doorway page. So I think yeah. that's something really, really important uh, that people need to consider when uh, building out the strategy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and when you talk about building out the strategy, it's like building out, okay, so what do I say? If I'm going to do like uh plumber Houston, or I'm going to do like, um, renovation Dallas. What is the, what is the content difference? So he gives a couple examples. Maybe if you're a plumber, you talk about the problems of hard water in your area. So that would be a local experience. Maybe if you're a florist, talk about what kind of plants can and cannot grow in that area. And in real estate, talk about the communities in that area. Because adding that information also kind of like I like to do business with local people, right? So if I understand if they're if that page is talking about lo local things that's happening, then I feel good about doing business with them. I feel confident that they're in the area. Frankly, you know, it's the age of the internet. They may not even be close. They may be somewhere else, but but it does make you feel good uh, uh, about doing business with them. All right. Okay. So he, he, now we're outlining five tips on optimizing for local search. So the first tip for optimizing for local search is use Google My Business. And I'm going to be honest, some of these are kind of like they they feel like they should go without saying and maybe they should, but they're probably worth saying because that, that's how important they are. Right. That chiropractor did not have a Google My Business. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand how people are operating today without a website, without a Google My Business. I mean, maybe it's all off of referrals, word of mouth, but what is Facebook? What is the internet? Like it's 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 just word of mouth um, presenting itself in a different way. And he had a website, right? Like he he had, oh, he no. didn't even have a website. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Because I would ask you like, if, if it's, 
either do, and it shouldn't, should never be this, but if it's either do Google My Business or do a website, which one would you do? Uh, it depends what type of business, but if you're in a local service business, yeah. um, you would do Google My Business, uh, GMB, and you could launch, uh, that's why Google gives you that little site builder, right? Because yeah. um, th they want everybody to have the ability to have a site. Um, I think locally, uh, maps are actually probably uh, more important because you get those driving directions. You get the people going, hey, this, my location's right here. They're going to stop by. Like, like I, I think if you're looking for those those quick conversions of people driving by or looking for something, absolutely. It, it, it just depends what type of business you're in. And you got to think about the customer journey and the target persona of like, who, who is searching and then how are they searching for it and what's the steps that they go through, right? So like if you're, uh, you know, trying to buy a big screen TV and you're a, a local TV shop, you know, um, where are they at also in that customer journey? Because the, que like, the question really depends on a number of different factors of kind of Google talked about those, those micro moments, those decisions. So th there's just a lot of consideration into your strategy of where you're trying to hit people. And again, more analytics you have. That's why I love online marketing is because you can collect more data, not, not everything, attribution, like AdWords attribution. AdWords is working on it. There's a lot of different things that um, go into it, but you can at least see some data. You can see um, some persona types a little bit more to make better marketing decisions. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so that first tip, use Google My Business. What that really means is verify your, step one, verify your business. Uh, you'll have a higher chance of ranking on the SERPs. Good news, Google My Business is free and it's actually pretty easy to use. So make sure you take advantage of that. Uh, register by mail now. Um, yeah. If you're registering by phone, there's there's some problems. And also uh, it needs to be a real uh, uh, address. We had a client. Uh, that was using a P.O. box. And we realized they were getting a P.O. box. And we said, hey, you need to change this. If you're using a P.O. box, you could get dinged by Google. And then guess what? Like we started doing SEO. And I was like, look, we were telling them every week, you need to change this, this big red flag. You need to change this. You know, um, I guess we were getting some more visibility in Google. Or like it was just a timing thing. I don't know what happened. Boom. He got, he got dung. And then we had to go through the process of um you know moving, moving the business yeah. so so i'm, I'm people say these things and you know people don't get scared of penalties uh sometimes look i'm telling you that their manual penalties are still happening there are certain rules you need to follow um the the decision making process gets more complex sometimes they with, with these algorithms they dampen things um but man if you're if you get dinged like that, you're not going to show up anywhere. It's like, it's like a weight getting attached to your, uh, your, your, your website in, in the search results. And then it just gets dragged down to like, you know, page five, page six, if you're on page one and you got to do some things to prove yourself to get out of it. Like even now, like one of the big things is there's a lot of things you used to be able to do with SEO to get something ranking really quickly. And Google, Google puts you in a sandbox. I mean, I know they say they don't do that, but they do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, am I still there? Okay, my computer yeah. was going out on me. Um, but, yeah, they, 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 like, they want to see consistency over the long haul 
for you to prove to them that, you know, this is, this is, this is, you know, and they look for a server, you know, they want to make sure like um, you're, you're on a commercialized server. There's a lot of different things, but they're, they're looking at all these things to decide, is this a trustworthy source? And is this somebody that I should place here? And these are all big considerations. Yeah, absolutely. So number two is get into the Google local map pack. pack. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That, that's the, like, what is it? The, uh, the Holy Grail. No, not Rosetta Stone. Like, the that's Holy the Grail. You got to get in the three pack. If you're in number four, it's like you're on the second page of Google. No one sees you. Yeah, it, it, that is the Holy Grail. And here, here are three things you can do to increase your chances of making it onto those three coveted spots. Number one, not surprisingly, is sign up for Google My Business. <laughs> Number two is make sure Google has all your details. Fill out that profile in its entirety. And that includes pictures. And if you're like, I don't have pictures, go outside and take some pictures. Like take pictures, get yeah, them on your Google profile. Post those pictures. You want people to spend time there. Yeah. Like keep posting pictures. Like you can post over a hundred pictures on your Google My Business. And rarely do people post more than like five or 10, you know, yeah. uh, differentiate yourself, build pillar picture content. And little yeah. videos like, yeah. hey, you know, I like to do appliance repair because it's something that I grew up doing with my dad and yeah. I'm happy to serve you. Like that's with your phone. Get that video up on your Google My Business listing. And then next is leverage your reviews. We cannot tell you how important reviews are. If you've yeah. listened to this podcast more than once, uh, or even once already, you've heard us request a review. Uh, a review is that powerful. It's really important. Uh, it's important for your business. It's important for your ranking. It's important for everything. So make sure that you get those reviews. All right, number three. So this is like those five tips that you need um, in order to optimize for local search. One, build your internal linking structure. Did you know that your internal linking structure can affect your Google placement. Oh my gosh, yes. I've been able to rank sites just with internal linking. Yeah, um, so it can be really hard and maybe even a daunting task to go out and get inbound links. And we know they're valuable, but take advantage of those things that you have absolute control of first. Like make yeah. sure you're on, per, on point. You yep. improve your website navigation, show Google which of your site's pages are very important and improve the website's architecture. All of that is good. Chris, like, Chris, do you remember our conversation about breadcrumbs a long time ago? Yes, yes, yeah. I, 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 I may have uh, sounded like I disagreed at that time. <laughs> Everybody use breadcrumbs. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's actually link building structure. All right, number four. Let's move on quickly from that. Um, build your nap citations. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Keep moving. Uh, build your nap citation. So nap stands for name, address, and phone number. Um, and the first place, Matt. Here we go. Where's the first place you want your nap information? Well, your, your website, your Google yes. My Business. I mean, that's yeah. you got to have a ledger to. To compare everything. Yeah. So, so if we go back to the first, the, the question I asked earlier is, is GMB more important or website? So if GMB is more important, then that's the first place your nap information goes. If website is more important, that's the first place your nap goes. And when you do them together, 
What's the important thing about that NAP listing, about that NAP information? Well, it, it, it's got to match. Yeah. <laughs> like it, uh, it's got to, you got to have consistency because Google's trying to trust the information. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. And you can go out and get NAP listings on, you know, TripAdvisor, Yelp, uh, Microsoft Bing. Uh, there's some aggregators like Data Axle, Factual, Newstar, Locallese. Um, listing your website on these aggregators may seem like a like a daunting task. Go do it. It's worth. No, it. Okay. No. Okay. So I, I need to I need to speak to this. Like you know, yep. like you know, Lauren. I agree that aggregators sound important. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, 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 and in in uh, practice, right? And then like there's theory, and then there's practice. So in theory, like they aggregate all your data out there, right? They push it all out there. Um, there was a, I think it was at like SMX or something like that. There was a talk that I was listening to, uh, and it was by a guy at Bright Local, okay? And they were. Uh, you know, they do some really great case studies. And basically he did a study where he used like three different aggregators. Okay. And uh, pushed them out there and then looked later on three different sites to see where they got indexed. Okay. Right. And like the aggregators are telling you, and, and you're just submitting your information to aggregator, just like any other place. Right. And then there's the aggregator that you can submit to multiple aggregators and you just spend a little money to do it. And it's something that was common practice. They recommend it. It sounds good. I get it. But what does the data suggest? Like it was shocking, right? He showed, he showed that um, the aggregation uh, that we're getting indexed. Okay. So yeah. maybe it was pushed out to all these different places, but if Google doesn't pick it up, doesn't matter. Doesn't right. Matter, yeah. and, and, and he was looking at, is it in the SERPs? And it was, it was like pitiful performance across the board. And after looking at that, looking at the data, how he did it, structured, um, like that changed my perspective on aggregators, right? And 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 I'm really trying to focus on when we're doing things, what are the things that happen and impact? And that again goes back to that chiropractor. Like I'm 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 creating a scenario where I'm testing. Uh, because it's a brand new site, like launching a brand new site, right? New site, I should probably do a white paper on it. But it, but essentially, okay, we do this thing. How does Google react? We do this. In what order do they react? Like if we combine things, like if you, it, like, like if you're getting traffic from multiple sources, um, it clicks something. Like there, right. there's a lot of different things of how uh, the, the, the algorithm works. And, you know, aggregators in theory sound fantastic and you should be able to submit them to all the aggregators and you're done. Like that was actually like one of my opinions previously of like, just submit to the aggregators. You don't even have to do the citations because the aggregators are going to push it out to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it, it, it's data tells the story, follow the data. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. So I, I, I don't know. I wanted to share that little tidbit. <laughs> so maybe, maybe less time on the aggregators and more time on those big um, listing sites, yeah. right? So like a Yelp or. Yeah. For every industry, there's certain ones that are. You have to be on. Maybe there's some high general ones, 
But relevancy, relevancy, relevancy is so important because, you know, Google's building kind of this, um, you know, map of uh, being listed on these different sites. Um, Like, and if you're not in that spectrum, it it devalues what you're doing. So you got to make sure you're not just doing stuff to do stuff. You're doing stuff uh, with purpose in the right direction that's going to be beneficial uh, to um, what you're trying to achieve. And, and, I, and we didn't even get into uh, like non-structured citations. We didn't even get into, you know, making sure your website's added. Like there's a lot of things in that category uh, to consider, but I know we need to move on. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number five, again, five tips on optimizing for local search. Optimize your site for mobile. I think this probably falls into that category of things that uh, that probably everyone on this website and maybe the planet know about already. Um, well, yeah. And, and it, know, what I can tell you, yeah. okay, when we bring on a new web developer, which we brought on a few here recently, um, one of the things that like, well, okay, there's there's even some stuff that we didn't talk about of like, we were talking about internal structure with like on the back end, like custom post types and like letting Google know what these things are associated with and, 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 and what their important is kind of the link structure and architecture. That's all that super important when you're building a website or most people build a website, they build it for design. Okay. Yeah. And um, you know, one of the things too is uh, Chris, are they building uh, the website on a desktop or on a mobile phone? They're always building it on a desktop. And that's so, crazy. So, so some of those uh, uh, emulators are are not really accurate. what accurate of what it looks like, and so they look at the emulator. Oh, that's great, right? Um, yeah. Mobile first indexing, mobile first optimization. You can be ranked differently on desktop versus mobile, and there's factors that go into that. So you have to be thinking about mobile. When, when you're building these websites and a lot of people just think about desktop, even though they know they should, they think that um, it's dynamic or, you know, it looks good in the emulator, like I'm good, but they don't real world test it. And, and I think that that's where people fall short. So, yeah, absolutely. So optimize, design, think about, focus on mobile. Uh, 52% of all website traffic comes from mobile devices. And it, Google's got a mobile index first policy. So, um, I'm yeah. looking at, I'm looking at this here, um, pop-ups and text blockers. You got to consider it. You don't want a pop-up to come right away. It kind of messes, uh, with the code and it, it's a bad customer experience. Maybe you want them to wait a couple seconds or hit a certain place on the page. Larger font, like I can tell you when I'm reading news, I always click to make the font larger, more readable. Buttons being too small, that's a big problem, okay? Big problem, like my thumb, I need to be able to, you know, hit it there. Um, You know, fit it nicely on the screen. There's a lot of problems with code uh, when you do it. Um, Also, like if you look at when people uh, look at websites, especially on mobile, like you're putting the meat down at the bottom because you want to like, build up to it, man, there's going to be so like, if you said all these people come to your website, by the time they get down to the bottom, there's almost nobody there. So you got to put your uh, best information first. Um, put teaser information. 
I would say put teaser yeah, information. Yeah, yeah, so you may yeah, give for sure. I, I love the videos that were that you were seeing on Facebook now, where it's like it shows the knockout punch. You know, my stream is obviously kind of caters to things that I've looked at in the past, but it shows the knockout punch and then says, "You wouldn't believe what happened the three minutes prior to this." And so now you're like, "Yeah, okay, I, I want to watch that." And then and so you actually give it away, but with some sort of teaser, and then get them to read the whole thing. What were you watching? Like what? Now, what MMA fights, like MMA? I, yeah. I, right. I, yeah, yeah, I enjoy MMA. Like, yeah, man, I I'm I enjoy Joe Rogan. Like honestly, yes. <laughs> like, like he interviewed Elon Musk again. Oh, um, and I high? I enjoy listening to Elon Musk talk about the future and and how he views the world. And I like how he like he always like you you pose a question to him and he like takes a second and he like really like it makes him think and he like formulates an answer. And then he gives a really succinct answer. Like I just, I don't know. It's interesting. It, like I, it's interesting. I wish I had more time to follow him. And everything that he does, everything that that guy does, is does that get us closer to Mars to be like an interplanetary uh, race? Because that's going to be what you know uh, makes it sustainable. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I don't know. So enough of that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like I like mixed martial arts, Brazilian jiu-jitsu too. Um, you know, uh, okay, go on. I can talk yeah. about that. Well, yeah, my 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 kids were in Brazilian jiu-jitsu for for quite a while, so um, really really yeah. good stuff. It's chess. You know. All right, well well that wraps up. Unless you had any more points, that wraps up this uh, this episode. Um, the last part here, I'm I'm you know I'm looking here. What is it? Uh, Ready to start targeting local SEO. What does this say? Yeah, that's just you know this is the, like the the rah rah. Good, re put your put yourself in the customer's shoes. Um, what kind of information is going to help them? Like deliver value to them. Rah rah. <laughs> oh, it, it comes up again and again, and I was thinking um, and listening to Russell Bronson's one of one of his books, and he's talking about think about what the platform wants you to do for their users. And that goes directly to, if you provide a good experience to the Google user, then Google will look favorably upon you, right? That's that's ultimately the thing that you wanna be focused on. How does Google want you to treat their customers? How does Google want you uh, to deliver information to their customers? And how complete should that information be? Like, like think about, get your mind in the mindset of the, of Google, what are they trying to do for their customers? Well, Chris, I would put that. I think we should put that on a t-shirt. Um, yeah. We need to, uh, we need to start doing some more t-shirts again. Uh, yeah. Probably maybe towards the end of the year, we can start uh, doing some new t-shirts. I got the backdrops ordered. I mean, really, when you change the brand, it, you know, there's a lot that goes into rebranding. Yes. Um, and so, uh, you know, we need to make some new t-shirts, and I think that that's a super valuable point we can end on. And, uh, you know, wait, wait. we're ending the value valuably and Google will look favorably upon you. And I feel like Google's like almost like a pyramid with the eye, like down on you or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like Google's the all seeing eye. And, um, you know, I think that uh, that's really a powerful point. And it, 
It should go on a t-shirt or in a bumper sticker. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one last, James Klaus actually uh, from Facebook said, great work, fellas. Great info. So patif to you, James. We really yeah. appreciate you checking in with us. Um, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Uh, remember, you can get video, audio, transcriptions of the podcast uh, by going to bestseopodcast.com. We really would appreciate any um, any uh, reviews that you might leave. You could leave them at the Facebook. You know, we don't have, Chris, you know huh? we don't have? I would love to get some user-generated content um, of, of like on your phone. Maybe even, Chris, we can use uh, that. that Magnify. That yeah, our, yeah, our buddy. Um, I, we don't have any video testimonials from podcast users. And I think that that would be pretty incredible to get some uh, yeah. video testimonials. So yeah. maybe we uh, work on that for the next one. And maybe we, uh, we send that out to the email list too. And we'll, we're, we're building out the site. Um, there'll be more, uh, you know, things to download. We have some white papers that are about to come out. We do have some trainings coming. Um, we, we actually have, Really, like for PPC, like I had this whole process super built out, um, and and so there there's some there's some stuff that that will be rolling out soon. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe in exchange for like that video type testimonial, they could get a T-shirt, like a custom um, EWR or Best SEO Podcast T-shirt. Just Best SEO Podcast EWR. Those are two separate things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we could come up with some kind of a, uh, incentive like wow bag, you know, or I don't know, yeah. I don't know what call but um, I do want to get some, uh, you know, swag and, and have that be part of the process. Um, there's, you know, we, we, we want to grow the podcast um, and uh, you know, we're, we're going to dedicate some resources to that um, before we've been kind of uh, trying to get it done on the side and like consistently, uh, do podcasts. So we're going to be starting to interview a lot of people. Uh, Chris, who are, is it next week? Or no, it's two weeks, right? Um, yeah, it's Gary Ilyish. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a close so uh, he, approximation. He works with Google. Yeah, he's a smart dude. So yeah, yeah so stay tuned. And uh, it was good uh, connecting with all y'all. Yeah. If, by the way, if you've got any questions that you would like to ask Gary Ilyish, um, Send them to us because we're gonna we're gonna interview him in two weeks. We're excited about that. Um, I have so many questions, Chris. I mean, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I get to all the questions. I got questions. Like, um, it's not know. all about you, Matt. It's also about our listeners. I know. <laughs> but no, all questions, send them in, please. So. Please do. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. Um, we really appreciate you. Uh, one last thing, ewrdigital.com uh, forward slash G plus. Yeah, I know it's old, but that'll also get you to a place. Okay, where I'm, you can that. I'm, I'm literally changing that. Like I'm a 301 redirect that thing. I'm done with G plus. Uh, you know. Well, well you, you, it's already redirected. You, you just, you need, to, you, that's point. you need to be another URL to give out. <laughs> then we'll be good. No, that's what I'll do. I'll get you another one. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, and to, we really appreciate you. You guys have made us uh, the most popular SEO podcast, one of the most popular internet marketing podcasts. Um, 30 marketing podcasts of all time. Of all time. So we really appreciate you. Uh, until the next podcast, uh, uh, I'm Chris Burris. I'm Matt Bertram. Bye-bye for now.